what would have to happen for you to cancel going to your best friend's wedding? I'm talking like the friend of the opposite sex. But that's exactly what's happened to her. She feels like her male best friend has done something so bad that she's literally thinking about canceling the whole destination wedding. But should she? <laughs> this is y'all, this is a wild episode. I'm just gonna tell you going into it. I'm like, what? It's today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. This is a podcast that we do every single day that is based around three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom. Hi, mom. My my (laughs) co-host. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Hey, I'm going to tell you a conspiracy theory that I've felt for years. And I just happened to put it on my Instagram yesterday and starting to blow up a little bit. So I wanted to explore it here on the podcast a little bit. There's conspiracy theory, of course. There's no way in hell that the buttons at uh, crosswalks actually do anything. Oh. <laughs> uh, pushed across. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think those things actually do a damn thing. I so, agree. Have you ever noticed a traffic pattern change when you hit that button? No. I mean, does anything magically happen? Do you think that like anybody programming <laughs> anybody programming the traffic lights are going to change the flow of traffic because somebody <laughs> actually wants to cross the street? I was walking today. I was I went over to the chiropractor for the first time in a while and I was walking. I I saw the button and I, and I always hit it. Listen, I always hit it. Oh yeah. I always do. But <laughs> Post COVID, I hit it with my elbow because you uh-huh, know. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm just as I'm sitting there, and I, of course, it takes forever for it to change. It's not like it instantly, like <laughs> whoop, all of a sudden, whoop, okay, sure, please go ahead and cross. Um, and I was just thinking, I was, I need to post this on social media because I've never seen anybody talk about this before. <laughs> but you heard it here first. No one's ever said this these words before. Uh, and I may have to actually explore this on the radio show because I really genuinely want to know if anyone that works for traffic. <laughs> Controls. Yeah, I don't even know what, like, what industry that would be, but traffic lights actually thinks like like does it actually affect anything when you hit it? Mom, thoughts on that? Is that completely a made up theory? No, I agree. I I've never felt like that worked. Yeah, I mean you press the button and you still wait three minutes. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you're in control. Like you've done something. Yeah, but I've never once felt like it's not like all of a sudden the light turns yellow. Right. And then you go. Like I guarantee you, if you didn't hit the button, let me, you know, let me let me put a quick Google search on this. <laughs> Do traffic what is that called? Like traffic like crosswalk. Uh-huh. Cross signals. Walk buttons work. Ooh, nice. <laughs> There's a whole thing here. Okay. Oh boy. So this is from crsengineers.com. It says, what happens when it's not rush hour traffic? Pushing the pedestrian button is beneficial when no vehicles are coming. Oh. As it registers to the traffic light that the pedestrian wants to cross. So it will change or, or hold a green light for the needed amount of time to walk across. Okay, hang on. All right. Pushing the, p- the pedestrian button is beneficial when no vehicles are coming. Right. Well, then as it you would registers just to the traffic light <laughs> that the pedestrian wants to cross, so it will change. No, it's, but it doesn't do it. I mean, like I get what you're saying. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I'm gonna read one more mental floss. I'm just gonna. Bra- I should have probably 
done some research before, but these, but these things just pop in my head. I just happened to check my social media and realize everyone's talking about this. Um, it's pretty chance. Uh, um, let's see. During busy traffic times or under different circumstances, over cities can switch the systems to known as recall mode when pedestrian crossings are part of a cycle. Uh, already and pressing the button will literally change uh, literally changes nothing unfortunately there's no way to tell <laughs> if a particular button is in recall mode short <laughs> or calling your city's official oh, short of calling your city's official and asking someone to come out and inspect it <laughs> yeah you're gonna do that says first and foremost it's important to understand that crosswalk <laughs> buttons aren't designed to have any immediate effect they're just supposed to tell the system that a person is waiting to cross uh, city lab <laughs> explains some systems won't even give pedestrian crossing signals unless someone has pressed the button while others are programmed to shorten the time for walkers when the button has been pressed. No matter what, the system still has to cycle through other phases to give cars enough time to pass through the intersection. Mm-hmm. So you probably have to stand there for a moment. Uh, I don't think it does anything at all. I don't think so either. I think it's just there to give you like false hope, you know? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I can stop do. all this traffic for six lanes. Yeah, right. Just, just so, so I you can walk you. across. It's like very, it's a very millennial thought of like, hey, you know, it's all about control. me. It's all about me, and I want to cross the street. Uh, let me see. Uh, in 2018, for example, CNN reported that around 100 of New York's city's a thousand buttons were still functioning. Wow. Uh, since actually removing the buttons from crosswalks would, would be a costly endeavor. Oh, what they're saying is <laughs> as congestion has increased throughout the years, cities have moved away from using crosswalk buttons at all. Uh-huh. So they're saying out of the – yeah. So since removing all the buttons from crosswalks would be a costly endeavor, cities uh-huh. have adopted just to leave them there uh-huh. and then just Even leave Even though they there. do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Let me give you another one. What do you feel about cl- the closed door button on elevators? What do you mean? You know how like when you get in an elevator and yeah. there's a closed door button? I also don't think yeah. that does anything. Hmm. I don't know. I've never tried it. Yeah. Because when you do it, it doesn't do anything. I don't think it really hmm. takes any – that's another one of those just vanity buttons that makes you feel good, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. It was like the pound sign on a phone. Like why was that ever put in there? For what reason? Did we ever use that before hashtags? Uh-huh. <laughs> like – no. I can't think of like when we used to call people, what the hell was the point of the pound sign? Yeah, I have no idea. You know? Mm-hmm. I guess, wait, is that the one that made voicemail? No, because back in the day, like voicemails. We're on a machine. Yeah. We're on a didn't, separate machine. It wasn't activated by any kind of pound no. or sign. No. So what the hell is out there Nothing for? It had to have a purpose pound. at some point, <laughs> you know? Just like uh-huh. the idea of your crosswalks. But anyway, keep living in your oblivion, you <laughs> cheap. Do you think that's going to actually do anything? I'm going to say it doesn't do shit. And have a nice, have a nice walk. Have a nice walk. Um, okay, so I threw an idea out to my mom last night, and I thought it was pretty ingenious because my mom and I always get together. She always comes to visit me at least once to twice a year, and typically around my birthday. And you had talked about we, you know, we talked about Dear Evan Hansen, and you were like, I really want to go see that show. And I checked it. It's not coming to Atlanta anytime soon, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was kind of thinking, I was like, why don't we just go to New York yeah. when you come to visit? So yeah. a crazy idea that I had was that my mom and I will go visit New York for a long weekend uh, yeah. to go celebrate my birthday in a couple of months. 
Yeah. Ma, what are your what are your thoughts on that? I can't wait. You love, I love it? New York. I love um, New York and I haven't been in oh my God, probably 10, 12 years. Now my mom used to get wild in New York. That was her heyday. I'm kind of afraid it's gonna bring back old mom, you know? She's gonna be out partying all night. I'm not gonna know what to no, do with myself. I don't have my same connections, darn it. We haven't taken a trip together in a long time. I think since Hawaii. That's right. So I was thinking somewhere we could do nearby. Cause we've already been to DC and that's just kind of like, which uh, to me, here's the thing with DC. If you've never been to DC before. You should totally go see it. It's the same Definitely. way I feel about the Grand Canyon. Like, yes, really cool, beautiful, but like you see it and then you're like, okay, let's go. <laughs> like, uh-huh, exactly. Like, all right. Like there it is. Cool. Like awesome. And you can, right. like, there's things to do, but I just feel like every time I go to DC, well, you've been innumerable times. Yeah. I'm well, not innumerable, but at least five, you know? Oh, okay. And so it's just kind of like, I see it. Even like when I take friends down there, it's like, oh, cool. There's, you know, the, the Lincoln Memorial. That's really uh-huh. awesome. Let's go take a picture. And then like, let me like go stand inside of it for a second. <laughs> All right. What's next? Oh, there's the white house. Cool. There's the white house. Let's, let's get a picture. And then you're like, maybe read like one sign about the white house and you're like, okay, cool. Uh-huh. Oh, look, it's, you know, it's the Washington monument. Cause all of it's right in the same general area. I didn't right. realize that about DC is it's kind of like, in a t-shape so everything's kind of like right there yeah but then after you see it i kind of feel like it's like the grand canyon i was so excited to go to the grand canyon mm-hmm. and then i did it mm-hmm. and then i we were, i was kind of there i've been twice now that sounds i'm just like oh cool, there it is now you've done it there it is cool that's mm-hmm. awesome and then you yeah. just kind of move on with your day you know yeah yeah um so i don't know we're thinking about that we're thinking about it um possibly what did, how did dad feel about us going <laughs> he said are you crazy <laughs> you'd be around so many so many damn people. I think he's still worried about COVID. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah we would. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, we, well, Lord, that's the problem of planning things too far out now is that, like you just don't know with COVID how no, things are going to be. No. Will we be in another wave? I'm not sure. You know, there's no, no. way to really, really tell. No. So I don't know. It's it's uh let's let's start thinking that way and then maybe we can get something planned where we can go take a trip in New York together. Yeah, I'd love that. Uh, I got to hear about Just Love Forest. Now, if you're like, what in the world is just love forest? Let me explain this because it's going to sound just as kooky as it probably is. <laughs> so my brother was very mm-hmm. successful in business and mm-hmm. made a lot of money mm-hmm. and was doing really well, started his own business. Everything was great in his life. And then one day decided just to throw all that away to go live in the woods. I mean, that's basically <laughs> my brother's life story. Yeah? If you had to sum it up into three sentences. Um, he, that's pretty much it. He's just a business guy. And then all of a sudden he was like, I want to go buy 770 acres <laughs> Is that how much it is, Mom? I should make that number up. I think I it's something it's like that. 718 or something. But yeah, it's, 700 it's, over, acres. it's over 700 acres. I'm going to go buy it's 700 acres of forest, <laughs> uh-huh. and I'm going to have people come up and do retreats here for forest therapy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody still with me? So I, you know, when, when, when he decided to do this, we all thought it was kind of kooky. And then like last Christmas, was it last Christmas, Mom, we went? No. Christmas two Christ- before last. So two Christmases ago. Uh-huh. Three Christmases ago? At least two. I don't remember. I but it was two. Three, two or three years ago. Yeah. Uh, my mom and I went over when I was there for a Christmas break to go see. He had just bought the land. Yes. And there wasn't really much to it. And it was honestly, it was a really, I got super car sick. Well, there was somebody, it was like a car sick mom. Is that what it was? Oh, yeah. We were on that ATV. Yeah. It was all like, around the and like, trails. Brian just kept hitting me in the face. I was, oh, that's right. He hadn't bought it yet, had he? Right. Yeah. That's right. 
So I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> but I haven't seen it since then. It was just literally just mm. this idea of this. But my mom actually went for the very first time over the weekend to go experience this. Second time. Oh, second time? Uh-huh. Wait, but you haven't done it like the, the stuff, right? No, the no, therapy no, and all no, that? no, no. Brian, Brian took me on a hike to the top of the mountain. The first time? Just the two of us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let, let tell us about your weekend and how this whole thing went. Okay. It was really beautiful. This was just a day. Um, and we did, um, we walked the labyrinth. Several people walked the labyrinth. What is labyrinth. a labyrinth? You're going to have to, you have to break some of this, like most of this stuff the down labyrinth properly. labyrinth is like a, it's a meditation trail. To, let's, okay. let's just sum it up that way. Okay. Um, and it's, you know, it's in seven circles and, and it's a meditation. It's for meditation. And they've done a, a natural labyrinth on on a bank there it's really beautiful so we walked the labyrinth and people brought gifts for the forest and left them on a rock that could be a piece of fruit or you know something that you picked up there i brought um a rainbow prism to leave there that brian hung on a tree um it's just a gift for the forest and we did that and then um he took us down the trail and we um, found a tree that um, spoke to us and we sat by the tree for a while and like 15, 20 minutes um, and we just listened to the tree to see what kind of messages it would have for us and really profound things came from people. There were about 15 or 20 of us there gathered together and most of us did not know each other okay so let me let me break this down let me break yeah. this down for a second yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. if i'm listening listen I, you know, I, i'm even like into some of this stuff but even this sounds a little cuckoo to me hmm. so you you sat in front of a tree and listened to the tree well, you can sit beside it or near okay it or thank you um <laughs> but like you just sat there and you listened to it and like so what yeah. did the tree say to you just close your eyes and i you know it, the tree didn't really speak to me Mm-hmm. But I love just being present there. But and do people then, think that these trees were actually nature. talking to them? Yeah, things came up for people. Yeah. Things came well. Things came up in their consciousness that were in their subconscious. I'm sure. All right, because we don't think that um, trees can actually talk, right? No. Okay. No. They weren't right. shouting out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like y'all are tripping on some <laughs> oh, wild oh, shit up there. No, no, no. If that's the um, case, and then we we laid on our back and. The sky was beautiful. It was starting to clear. It was about mm, high 50s um, and a nice breeze. And we just looked at the sky as if for the first time. And that was kind of amazing. He coached us to just pretend that we were looking at the world for the first time. We opened our eyes and saw the sky. How long How long were you there? Um, from uh, 10.30 till about 5.00. A long day. So, I mean, yeah. honestly, if this wasn't your son, here's the thing. You're, I know you're going to say all good things about it, but I, from the outside point of view, it sounds kooky as hell. And I know you won't say that. Well, but this is one of those things, Brian and I, were, we were talking about this afterwards. You know, you have to experience it to understand it. 
Because <laughs> all really of us are sitting did. here like you're. Like, you I really just sound did. like you're sitting there talking to trees, and I'm like, now what? to be fair, I felt the same way about breath work. I remember like you just got to breathe and get all these weird yes. messages, and I was like, that's some bullshit. But mm-hmm. then like I did it, I'm like, oh my god, like it really was. I can speak on breath work. It's actually mm-hmm. really crazy, crazy experience from that. I told it like one of the very first episodes of the podcast, right? Um, but talking to tree. Like, this <laughs> and then we gathered and um we ate delicious vegan gluten-free food and it was so wonderful and you know we ate very mindfully and yeah. everything there is natural and everything's compostable and you're just out in nature and people really opened up their souls and you know talked about things that were troubling to them or yeah Whatever. It was just really a beautiful, beautiful day. But it's something you have to experience. Yeah, I, I just, I don't. Hard to explain. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And I've done like a lot of weird spiritual stuff, y'all. But like this is this is one where I'm like, I just don't know that I could take myself to go sit and like listen to trees talk. I'd feel like in about 15 minutes, I'd be like, like in my head, I'd be like, this is weird. This is weird. It only lasted about 15 minutes. This, oh, that's perfect then. Yeah, <laughs> just about exactly. as long as I can stand up no, just being like, this I, is weird. I assure you, knowing you as I do and yeah. knowing your brother as I do, that if you went to Just Love Forest, you would have a magnificent time. I don't know. I yes, don't know. you but see, would. That's the problem. It's like if I go, I have to act like I had a good time. I can't tell my brother like it was weird, you know? So I just got to. Yeah. Are you kidding? You can tell your brother that. I don't know. I feel like he's put so much work into this now. I couldn't just be like, that was a weird experience. Well, you just let nature take its course, literally. I mean, you just you just open yourself up and just be present to nature. It's beautiful. I'm just not uh, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yeah, yet. Well, you don't know if you are. You haven't experienced it. Well, let's move on to our quote for today, Mom. Oh, okay. It is from Ram Das, which is one of Brian's big spiritual mentors. Um, you are loved just for being who you are. Just for existing. Hmm. Ram Das. I like that. Mm-hmm. Just for being who you are. Just because you're here, because you're alive, because you're on this earth. You were put here on this earth for a purpose, and you're important. You're important to the world. Mm-hmm. And the world's a better place because you're, you exist here. Some of us end up doing radio shows. Mm-hmm. Some of us end up talking to trees. Being forced there. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just never know. You, you never, never know. know. Uh, I don't no. remember what episode. I think it's actually next week's episode because in case you don't know, Leah, my therapist friend, we, um, we record all the like, – about usually a month's worth of the Mental Health Mondays all the all the same time. And there's a really good upcoming one about bullying – and mm-hmm. talking about like how your early years and you're going to hear, sorry, this can be a spoiler alert for next week's, but just a little bit of, of insight that Leah was sharing is like your early years, like all you want to do is fit in. Like your, your whole being is like just trying to look like everyone else, mm-hmm. trying to act like everyone else, mm-hmm. trying to sound like everyone else, just kind of fit into the tribe, you know? Mm-hmm. And then eventually in your 20s you've got more your brain's more developed into realizing your individuality and how damaging those first years can be those early years can be because we spend so much time trying to be somebody else right you know that's right and i mean i think that's that's i I can speak to that i don't know if you can 
Mm-hmm. But I can speak to that. Mm-hmm. That pretty much was my early years, you know, was mm-hmm. like just trying to fit in the crowd, mm-hmm. just trying to, you know, look like everyone, be like everyone. I got to have the right clothes. Mm-hmm. I got to like the same music. Mm-hmm. I can't like this, though. That would not fit into the crowd. Don't you dare share <laughs> right. that, uh-uh. whatever about your life, you know? Uh-uh. Yeah. But I think that's one of the best gifts you can ever get is just like, like your individuality. That's right. Realizing that, and I know it's like claiming it and just being that. It's so crazy because, yeah, it literally like starts wars, you know? It does. I hate that, like, we have to look at everybody as such a threat. Yes. Versus looking at individuality is so important. Right. But I mean, listen, we all do it on a small scale. We can sit here and be like, oh, Russia, Ukraine, like they're different. So how do they, you know, like, or whatever. But like, we do it all the time. Mm -hmm. We look at people's differences as a threat all the time. We do. If you don't believe me, like mm-hmm. just just watch the way you act around certain people that you don't mm-hmm. even know, just yeah. based on their skin color, their mm-hmm. dressing, their mm-hmm. uh, you know type of car they have, the way they wear their hair. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just crazy. It's just right. crazy how we really we all want to be loved for who we are, yes. and really want to be independent. But we, I think we, we still have a really hard time letting people be who they are without having some type of judgment. Yeah. <laughs> think about that for a minute. Yeah. Why is that? Why is it that we all want to be unique and individual, but the last thing we want is for everyone else to be unique and individual? <laughs> uh-huh. exactly. We want them to think like us, be like uh-huh. us, act like us, Look agree like with us. everything that we feel. Mm-hmm. But why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why is it, Mommy? I'm literally asking a question. Like, why is that? Well, I because that's the way the world is. We're so judgmental and we're so insecure. We're all so insecure in our own being that it's too threatening to be who we are. Yeah. Because then we wouldn't fit in. It's yep. too scary. Mm-mm. Right. Don't put yourself out there. I saw a guy today sitting on a bench with bright orange hair. And I so much wanted to go over and just say to him, you're so cool. Did you though? Or were you like, well, that's weird. No, I really did. I just wanted him to know. I thought he was very cool. Because I think that, like but most of us would see him. bright orange hair. Most of but us I, would see him and they would be like, that's weird. I know. That's strange. What a weirdo, you know? Yeah. But yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That's the way people were looking at him too. Yeah. Walking down the yeah. sidewalk. So anyway, think about that. It's just some, some food for thought for today, you know? Like why is it that we all want to be our own individual person, be proud of who we are, but that's like the last thing we want from everybody else? <laughs> why do we expect everyone to think like us politically? Right. <laughs> just try being who, who you are. First of all, you have to discover who you really are. Yeah. Because we're so brainwashed. Yeah. And we're so and we're so conditioned to be like everyone else that we lose touch with who we really are. Yeah, you know that's one of the wonderful things I think uh, about your brother in the forest that he discovered was that he was not a businessman. Right. That really, what was calling him was nature right. and a place in nature, and he needed to find his place in there and right. to be who he authentically is. Um, and it's really a beautiful thing when that happens, but it takes a lot of work. It takes oh, a lot yeah. of work. Uh, it takes a lot of rejection. It takes a lot of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
boy, when you find it, there's nothing better. Yep. Nothing it's better. Very true. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to get to ask my mom here in just a couple seconds. I actually just got a DM with another one that might be more urgent. Let me okay. skim through this really quick. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's cover this one here in a couple seconds. I literally just got this one. We'll save the the one we had planned for today till uh, okay. till later on. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's do a quick break uh, before we get to ask my mom. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Dunn. They are on the podcast again this week. Here's the thing. I bet you don't know how adult ADHD affects your life. Be honest with yourself. You don't. I didn't until I started. I took this really quick assessment on Dunn's website. Me, mental health. It's ADHD. It's, I mean, think about how many kids are being diagnosed nowadays. And you think about, we, we just didn't have it back in the day. It's like new, it's like a new thing. No, like Mm -hmm. we just didn't get diagnosed as, and there's so many ways now to treat your ADHD and to make it better, make your life better. You always feel like you're forgetful, feel like you can't get stuff done in time. If you get stressed because time management's like not on your side, like all of these can be signs of adult ADHD and they're all completely treatable by the way. Like people who work with Dunn, start noticing results in about a month. So, I mean, think about that. Like, given that that gift of, like, freedom from stress of these symptoms of ADHD, right? Yes. So, I, we're asking you to take a really quick assessment. It takes just a couple of minutes to do so. And to find out how uh, adult ADHD could affect your life from done. They do online personalized treatment for ADHD. And the assessment, by the way, completely free. You don't have to sign up or anything. Uh, if you decide you want to start working with done, um, which is literally what they, that's what they do, is they just do online help. And actually, a couple of you guys have reached out to me. They've done it. Uh, from the podcast and it really had good, some good results. So um, text the word done to 888-Kramer8. Text done to 888-Kramer8. Text done to 888-Kramer8. And you can also go on the show notes and just click, uh, click on the link for done to find out more about done. And if you decide to go forward with it with your initial appointment, it's half off. So thank you for checking that out from done. Today's podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is awesome when it comes to male <laughs> grooming. I can tell you as a hairy person, uh, it is a lifesaver. They're the global leaders in below-the-waist hygiene. And now they're turning men's showers, uh, shower dreams into their favorite routine. They're very good at rhyming these things. With a new <laughs> ultra-premium collection, it is an all-in-one hygiene for skin and hair designed to upgrade every man's shower routine from head to toe. Your hair, your skin, your balls deserve it, okay? <laughs> Um, everything from uh, the ultra premium body wash to the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. Uh, They've got a manscaped (laughs) aluminum-free deodorant and for tattoos and dry skin, the hydrating moisturizing spray and a free gift of the lip balm when you buy the ultra premium collection. Of course, everything from Manscaped comes with that awesome uh, lawnmower 4.0, which is the electric (laughs) trimmers, which will take care of the hair down there. Actually hair anywhere. I actually used the manscaped on my, um, on my beard the other day. I'm really really happy with the results. It's trimming up a little bit. Yes. It's great for everything. Now I cleaned it in between the areas just so you know, uh, because you don't really want to go in. I would never ask. Just a pro tip. If you're going to do that, you might want to just clean it off for you. You know, but it's up to you. Anyway, 20% off plus free shipping, everything at manscaped.com. This ultra premium collection is awesome. It really is for any guy or if you're a, um, if you've got a, um, uh, a man in your life that is, you know, it's a great gift, especially if you're just like, what am I going to get somebody? You know, like this is it. 
Yeah. Uh, or just a little, hey, by the way, just might want to freshen things up a little bit, you know? <laughs> 20% off of free shipping with the code Kramer20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with promo code Kramer20 at manscaped.com. It is time to get wet and clean with your new Manscaped shower routine. <laughs> All right, going to do Ask My Mom in a couple seconds. We really need one more certified fan by the end of the month. We've got uh, nine, on, nine days to pull this off. Mom, explain yeah. certified fans while I, while I um, get everything set up for you. Okay, babe. it's a small donation to our podcast to help us pay the bills, which, you know, are somewhat significant. Sure. Um, and a good way to get discounts on merch you get notice of um, notifications of upcoming events before everyone else. You get inside tips. <laughs> you get the certified fans page. Yeah. And um, that's a lot of fun on Facebook. We have such a good time on there. I, you know, yeah. that's my favorite thing is connecting with people on the fans page. So it's definitely worth the six bucks and you get a, a text from me if you send hello to whatever. <laughs> well, you're, now you're just blending everything. Okay, you're good. Uh, That's it's mama just a, text. A way to, <laughs> just a way for you to uh, support the podcast. So just text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8 so you can support us. And thank you. We really just need one more person. One and you get person. a shout out. You yeah, get a, you get a whole, get a whole episode to dedicated you. to you. So and you get we, a shout out. When we do have somebody new, we go back and we think somebody's been here for a while. So this show is going to be dedicated as we spin our wheel to certified fan number 262. Okay, 262. that's been a while back. All right. So today, let me scroll down on my list of certified fans. Uh, 262 is... Natalie A. Natalie A. from okay. Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Thank you, Natalie A. Natalie Thank A. You. has been a certified fan now since uh, June 31st, sorry, July 31st of 2020. Awesome. She's still hanging in there with us. So That's Natalie awesome. A. from Phoenix, Arizona, this episode is dedicated to you, and this is your bonus whoop whoop. Yes. Whoop whoop to Natalie A. Thank you, you so much. That's awesome. All right. If you want to help us, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Also, we had a mama text go out yesterday. Every Monday, my mom sends motivational text out. Uh, if you would like to receive them for free, all you have to do is text the word HELLO to 888-Kramer8. Text HELLO to 888-Kramer8. Nope, that's not right at all. Text the word <laughs> Hello to 833-MAMA-TEXT. There it is. I got too many damn phone numbers to keep up with. Uh, hello I was thinking to, that was different, but I couldn't yeah. remember. <laughs> no, it's 833-MAMA-TEXT. So if you want MAMA-TEXT to your phone, you can do that. You can also go in the show notes. There's a link, 833-MAMA-TEXT. We've given you so many different numbers to keep up with. Uh, so 833-MAMA-TEXT, M-A-M-A-T-E-X-T, or uh, you can just go to the show notes and click on there and get free motivational text from my mom. All right, ask my mom. This one just came in as I was sitting here. I was like, well, we need to handle this one because this is a little bit more um, pressing than the one we had for today. Are you ready, okay. mom? Uh, yes. Well, here's what we do. This is a an advice segment that we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And you can always submit your story anonymously at certifiedmamasboy.com. And uh, I'm also, I see certified fans are asking for updates. And so 
I'm going to yeah. start doing. Actually, I've got a couple updates, but I will. Um, I'm going to start gathering some more and asking for people to send us their updates for some sto- some stories that we thought Jeez. were really, yeah, that we thought were really good. Uh, okay, here we go, Mom. This is um, advice from my DMs that just came in. Okay, it says, "Dear Kramer, Mom, and Nancy." I have a guy friend who I've been close with since childhood, and we have been in touch throughout all phases of life, birthdays, graduations, and career milestones. Back in college, we had a one wild night with lots of alcohol involved, but decided just to stay friends. I'm guessing that means you hooked up, uh-huh. right? Wouldn't you assume? Uh-huh. I'm assuming that's in how In a drunken state. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But nothing else happened after that. Uh, he's been in a relationship for the last couple of years and recently got engaged. I'm so happy for him and his future wife to be. He texted me a couple of weeks ago to confirm some details about his upcoming nuptials. He then proceeded to bring up that one, that one night and mm-hmm. also sent me an inappropriate photo. What? God. What? I was immediately taken aback. And told him that was so offensive and disrespectful to not only me, but his future wife. I want to tell his fiance so that she knows the type of man he, she is going to marry. However, should I just keep quiet? Also, should I even show up to the wedding anymore? The travel arrangements are made. It's a destination wedding and everything's already paid for. Please help. Also, please don't judge me. LOL. Woo. Mercy. Whoa. That's complicated. That's a lot, man. Damn that it. Is a lot. Guys love just making things terrible sometimes. Yeah. Why did he do that? I don't know. What like, in the I world? don't know. I don't know. Like, oh. gosh dang it. Like, just uh. don't do stuff like this. Mm-mm. All right, mom. Here we go. I don't so even know. I have, uh, I've had a friend for my whole life. We had one wild night, but everything was cool after that. Then recently, he sent me a picture of his junk, and I'm supposed to go to his wedding soon. (laughs) Basically, do I tell his fiance or do I uh, I just keep going? What do you think about this? And do I go to the wedding? Mm. You know, if it were me, (sighs) and we were that close. I would give him a call and I would say, what the hell are you (laughs) thinking? (laughs) Maybe he was drunk yet once again, right? Yeah. When he sent that. And it hopefully will be regretful, remorseful that he did such a thing. But I think I would just have to confront him. Uh, you know, maybe maybe a text, but I think a phone call would be better to just say, hey, this is insane. You know, what in the world were you thinking? Yeah. Because I'm wondering if I should, A, tell your fiance, and B, even show up at your wedding. I am so upset by this. I would just, I would just confront him. <sighs> yeah. That's kind of like Maggie and Stewart. 
Uh, not that they had a fling, but <laughs> yeah, Maggie's pissed. You just said this, and John's like <laughs> the hell, Stewart. Not that I know. <laughs> not that I know of anyway. I don't Why think would you that say happened. that? <laughs> now, John's mom's thinking. listening to this. Like what? <laughs> I was just thinking about different. That's sets. my sister's like favorite. Yeah, like best friend from like uh-huh. they were little, little. Uh-huh. Um, they still keep up with like each birth. other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think they've hooked up though. Just no, to I don't think so. Save a fight. They truly are like brothers and sisters. Ah, uh, uh, God, man! Like, <sighs> I'm hoping he was just drunk. Okay, well, let's break this down. Does she need to take? <laughs> does do you think we need? She needs to tell the fiance or no? Mm, I don't think I would without confronting him. So confront him first, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. I mean, but would you? Wouldn't you want to know if your fiance had shown their genitals? To, I don't know, but I especially think, someone as close as a friend. This is even like some random or like. <sighs> I don't know about that, but I think her allegiance should be to her longtime friend, yeah. and not to his fiance, whom she may or may not know very well. That's true. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Does she need to go to this wedding? We think or no? Well, not unless she resolves that with him. I wouldn't show up there. No. Ugh. Makes me sick for this one. Obviously, we don't have a lot of time to process this one because this just came in. Yeah. I I think yeah. I don't think you tell the fiance. Yeah. Um. I think you have to have a really stern talk mm-hmm. and set some way different boundaries with this guy. And <laughs> I, then I don't. I don't know that you go. I don't know that you can be friends with him anymore because like that's not even a friend thing to do. You know, no. like he is. He's kind of ruined the friendship. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Which sucks. Yeah. It's too bad. But I just I think that once you, your your friends start sending you pictures of their genitals, they're not really your friend. They're you know they're mm-hmm. not really friends anymore. That kind of crosses no. over into a different no. friend category. You know? <laughs> like, right. I got a lot of female friends, uh-uh. and I've not seen any of their genitals before. Uh-uh. Um, uh-uh. So I don't think he's really got a friend. I don't think a friend would do that to you and put you in that spot. But unless he was highly intoxicated, unless he was very drunk. God. Which is what he was the night they hooked up. Maybe right. he has a drinking problem. Eight 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 Kramer eight. What do you think? I mean, does he say something? And we can really use some calls on this one. Uh, does she say something to the fiance? And if she does, um, then also does she need to go to the wedding if she does or if she doesn't? You know what I mean? And then like, mm-hmm. what does she do about this friendship? This is so awkward. Anybody have a friend that's ever come on to them before? And like, what did you do about it? Could you still be friends with them afterwards? And go to their Just- wedding. So many questions. <laughs> Literally so many questions. Uh-huh. All right. 888-Kramer8. 888-Kramer8. And mom, that's going to do it for you. You want to stay on for the last couple of commercials? Only if you want me to. It'll make editing easy. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> All let's right. do it. Let's just keep you here. Let's talk about Care Of for sponsors. one second. <laughs> yeah. Care Of is uh, our Ooh. one of our longtime sponsors. Mm-hmm. And a lot of you guys use these. My mom used them. I use them. Mm-hmm. Um, Care Of. Here's the thing is is my mom can actually attest to this. We were just talking about how, how things change as you get older. Yeah. Um, at every stage and every age of life, Care Of is there really to support your health and your wellness journey because I just – I told you yesterday that I just had to switch over the 40 plus vitamins, which like a 38. <laughs> Why are you pushing yourself ahead? Uh, I'm always my, doing My naturopathic that. doctor wanted me to switch over. I had some kind of oh. vitamin there I needed. I oh. forget. Oh, gotcha. I'm like, ugh. Okay. So I'm on 40 plus five. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that changing the uh, stage of your life is fun per se, but it's, <laughs> it's different. 
And like your vitamins, what you need is not like a one size fits all, you know? And so care of, that's exactly what they do. Their daily packs make taking your vitamins easy and so simple to stick to. Uh, and it, when you subscribe to the subscription, it's every single month they show up at your door, the ones you need, and you can kind of change it throughout time. So if you've been on care of, since they've been on the podcast for about a year and a half now, it might be time to go check back in and see if maybe there's some updates you need to make. You can take their, you know, their recommendations after you take this, this short in-depth quiz and they're going to send you these, you know, these personally tailored recommendations for your answers, but then you can also switch it up, right? If you're like, well, this speaks to me, this doesn't. I know that um, I added a protein powder recently to mine uh, just because I'm doing more workouts now. You know, it's uh-huh. just things that – it's a really cool way to find out what kind of supplementation you should be taking versus going to, uh, you know, a, a store and just picking up vitamins you think you need. It's really cool. So uh, if you want to get 50% off your first month, just to try it out and see if you like it, go to – Takecareof.com. Takecareof.com. Enter the promo code Kramer50. Takecareof.com. And promo code is Kramer50. Kramer50 at takecareof.com. Also, today's podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. This is uh, also another longtime advertiser mm-hmm. and sponsor of our show. Um, and I, I would talk about this. I talk about my experience with therapy all the time. I've been in therapy now since 2011. It's my favorite way to do therapies online. And it's so much easier to get connected with a therapist. Good luck. Honest to God, good luck trying to like get into a therapist office anytime soon. <laughs> just so hard. I mean, maybe it's easier now. I don't know. But last time I tried to find a therapist, it's just pain. Mm-mm. Like getting your insurance and like if you have insurance that covers that and then trying to find somebody in your area and then like they're like, oh, I'm, I can't tell you how many therapists I had to call to get one. It was like 17 probably just to like finally find therapists that could make time for me. And they're like, yeah, I've got time like six weeks. You're like, oh, I need it now though. Right. BetterHelp's not like that. You start communicating with therapists in under 48 hours. So it's awesome, right? And you can choose between video, phone, and live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anybody on camera if you don't want to. I don't want to see nobody on camera. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I know. That's right. So uh, it's much more affordable than in-person therapy as well. And um, you can give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and certified Mama's Boy listeners. Get 10% off with their first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It is dot com slash Kramer. All right, Mom. Anything else you want to say before we wrap up today's show? No, I'm just so happy it's spring. Yeah, it feels better, right? Beautiful day, bright sunshine. The days are longer. It's just lovely. So happy spring, everyone. That's it. That's it. That's it. Love you forever. (laughs) 